All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just after 3 o'clock, how are you? Welcome back. It's game day. Oilers in New Jersey. It's December 21st, boys and girls. They need a win, both teams. But uh, I would argue the Oilers need one even worse. They're farther out of the playoffs than the New Jersey Devils are. And uh, they're riding a three-game losing streak. Calvin Pickard will try to beat the Devils for the second time in uh, a few weeks. And uh, I guess if you're a believer that history is a good sign of what will happen in the future. The uh, Oilers and Devils, usually, you know, they play twice a year. Uh, they obviously didn't play during the 2021 season because everybody stayed in their own division. In the uh, Since 2017-18, the last seven years they've met, the team that wins the first game has won the second game six times. There's only been one year where they've split. The Orders have uh, swept the Devils four times. The Devils swept the Orders twice, and uh, one time they've split. So uh, the Orders have a chance to make that five out of eight tonight we'll see it's a matchup that when you look at stylistic and everything else is a good matchup for the orders the devils like to play fast the orders can play fast the devil's top skill is good but it's not as good as the orders top skill they don't have a dominant goaltender they got dougie hamilton lost for the year it's a big key out on the back end for them so on paper it's a good matchup but as we know paper and ice are rather different. So we'll see how they can do tonight. Uh, the month of giving continues on. We got some bids coming in. I like it. Uh, Kyle has uh, the Oilers seats and sign package at $3,500. That is uh, four low seats to the Saturday night Oilers Senators game. 
uh, where the orders attack twice and you get a parking pass. And also he's going to get a custom sign built from Steel Caller CNC. So this is a 24-inch by 36-inch sign. It includes all, it's a 3D sign, by the way. It includes all of the uh, design consultation with Graham and Kim, as well as the drawings and all the drafting time. So this is a real, it's normally, that's valued at 3,500. We have 3,500 right there, including the tickets. So that's a good deal right now for Kyle at 3,500. Our wine package, Larry now has it at uh, 1,200. That is a courtesy of Carrie McGowan and a baseline wine and spirits. So it's six bottles of wine with six Crosba Splendor glasses. These are uh, pretty good wine glasses. A decanterer. And the bottles, like it, it includes the Dark Matter Limitless Cabernet Sauvignon from Howell Mountain. It's like a $225 bottle of wine. The brand number 95 Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa Valley. Also another $200 bottle of wine. They got a lot of $100 bottles in there from Argo and Orleto and Toliani Piconero from Tuscany. Like it's amazing. If you're a wine person, those are six really good bottles of wine. And on top of that, you're going to get a private wine tasting for 10 in your home. Hosted by Ryan from Baseline Wine and Spirits. And he's going to show up with six more bottles of wine. So uh, it is quite the uh, package. Currently at a real good bargain at uh, 1200 from Larry. And uh, package number one is the uh, Canadian Brewhouse uh, Clubhouse package. This is a private clubhouse. You can't rent this out to the public. It's huge. It's on the south side. We don't even give out the address. I don't even know the address. They give it to the winner and that's it. Uh, Patty from the brew house will be your concierge to ensure that uh, everything you have is there. They have two bowling lanes. They're lit up. Uh, they got ma- massive big screen TVs, arcade games. There's a full size gymnasium in there that can play volleyball, basketball, hockey. They got a tennis ball machine, rock climbing wall. Like this is awesome for a team building experience, a staff party, maybe a stag or a stagette or, or like a, you got a minor hockey team or minor soccer team, basketball. You want like a year event there. You can fit up to 50 people and. You're getting $1,000 in food and beverage supplied from the Canadian Brew House. So uh, uh, we had it at 1000 then Bobby went to uh, 1200 Now Jason's up to uh, 1400 So uh, we're off and running. So package one is the clubhouse at 1400 Package two is the wine at uh, 1200 Package three at 3500 is the low seats and the sign from Steel Collar. So 833-401-1440. It's our last day of packages. So if you've been sitting around, oh, geez, I like these. Well, this is our last day of packages. So tomorrow is just a pyramid of giving where it's just a straight donation. But uh, today is our final packages. So if you want in to help out, you can. 833-401-1440. As uh, we welcome to the show, regular uh, co-host is just wrapped up filming of season three of Shorzy. Of course, a two-time author, former NHLer, eighth overall selection, Terry Ryan joins us. TR, how you doing? Not bad. How are you? I'm glad to be home. It feels kind of weird, to be honest. Did you just get a haircut? Mm. A haircut? You think I got a haircut oh, or wow. what? Oh, jeez. Check that out. You know, those of you looking what are, at are you just trying to mock me as I'm having to grow my hair with uh, what I don't want to? I've got my Costanza <laughs> going on the side. It's looking terrible. So it's, uh, it's really kind of starting to sprout up. It's at that length now where like it just looks like it's standing straight up all the time. It's awful. So it's, uh, it's oh yeah. Don't it's, get me wrong. I think you look like a bozo. I'm doing this for a <laughs> role next month. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Oh, uh, nice. So no, what's no, your, what's no, your role? I'm Are kidding. you a gangster? I- what's happening? No, I'm a play. I'm, you know, they wanted me to shave my head. I'm like a preacher kind of a guy. I used oh. to be a preacher, kind of oh, went the other okay. way. Wow, all right. And it's a uh, couple of days, but I don't have to be hitch again for a while. So 
I can afford to do it, and why not? I mean, a couple of days on set, but you know, okay. it's a minor role in a bigger movie. Nice. Well, there you go. Well, uh, season three is coming out. Uh, and any any hints for the uh, diehard Shorzy fans? What to expect in season three? Wow, expect something that you won't expect. I tell you that. Like as far as part of the plot line. Um, look, it's funny. I, it was hard to get through this. Now I know I'm getting to know everybody, but I think I think if you liked season one and two. I really think this is double as funny. I, it, it doesn't. I mean, they come at you hard, and it was a battle trying to not laugh and smile during the scenes more so than ever. Okay, and uh, you know, again, you don't know till it comes out. Till post production happens, you really don't know. But this, to me, felt like a winner. All right, I like it. Um, lots to discuss, uh, TR. Of course, uh, the Edmonton Oilers were rolling. They'd won eight in a row, and now they've lost three in a row, and suddenly they can't score again. Uh, two goals, and uh, crunched all the numbers. Uh, not shockingly, TR, there's been 482 NHL games this year, and uh, only six of them has a team won when they only score one goal. So guess what? It's not very good chance. So the Oilers can whine, and people can complain about goaltending. I don't care. If you don't score in the NHL, you can't win. Even if you score two goals, it's only up to like 8.8% chance chance of winning the game so uh it's not uh, it's not ideal uh either actually no 7.8 percent my bad you add the two of them and it's under nine percent so uh the order's offense uh, has to get going uh connor brown gonna take a seat in the press box um you know regardless of what his bonus structure is he just isn't playing well enough right like he's only he oh, i say only yeah. like his his cap hit of 775k this year and then his bonuses are going to kill the team next year but like you watch a guy who you know unless you're Matthews or you know a few of the elite guys who can score from distance like Zach Hyman should be the poster boy for virtually every order how to score goals get to the tight areas and Connor Brown Terry has seven inner slot shots this year Wow. That's it. Yeah. Zach Hyman has 66. Well, that doesn't surprise. Okay. I don't know the answer. I bet you Hyman has the most by a landslide. Oh, yeah. Just from watching the games. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, you're not. You're not. You're right. The next guy is Kane with 30. Yeah. With 30, more than double. Yeah. I mean, there you go, right? Finally, you hear some analytics to go along with the eye test. Like, I really would have bet that, but I, you know, it, it, it goes along with what we're saying. I mean, Hyman's talented. Don't get me wrong. You don't just score. You, yeah. It's one thing to get there. But, uh, you know, you go to the areas, you get rewarded, right? And I'm surprised Brown only has seven. And I, I haven't – last game it seemed to me – like I, I know earlier in the year he scored one that wasn't counted. I think he hit the post last game, had a couple of chances. But still, still 23, 24 games, is it? With none, yeah. I think he has one or two assists. One. Good Lord. So, I mean, I'm, I'm and it's – I've been defending them all year. It's hard for me to do it anymore. Uh, so healthy scratch, I would have said three weeks ago, you're, you're, you're jumping to conclusions right now. I'm saying that's yeah, about time. When you look, so a guy who's a veteran player, and obviously the season's not going the way he wants, right? Uh, like Connor Brown wants to produce. Obviously the orders want him to produce. The fan base wants him to produce. So he takes that game in the press box, TR. Um, like what's, what's a guy like, obviously, you know what? You can look at it and you can pout, which is never going to help you. So you probably get mad. That maybe helps you. But like, is there anything to be taken from watching the game in the press box where it looks easier? Or is maybe sometimes you need to be reminded that, Oh, I do have more time and. Oh, geez, look at where the guys are going here. I got to go there. Like, what should he be doing? What benefit could he get from that perch in the press box tonight? 
I think he could go way up top as far as he can go and look down and try to look objectively. And definitely you can learn some things because there's something he's not doing right. And those 23 or 20 he has played, a lot of those are like in the top six. Yes. How? I mean, you could, you know, you can put a lot lesser players out there that would have a lot more points than that. It's a combination of bad luck, not going to the right areas, squeezing the stick or you know, just being over the hill, and he's not over the hill. What's he, 30, 31? 29. You know, 29. So something's not adding up. Now, he's been injured. Could that be something that he's not letting on? I mean, I don't know, but this is drastic, right? This is drastic. So for me, if it's not an injury, yes, go get your get your uh, press box meal early and watch. Watch long and watch hard because you're doing something differently, and now someone's put in the lineup. I think it's Ernie. Um you know, not necessarily to watch that particular person, but what makes this team tick? What makes it? What were we doing during those eight games? Right? What am I doing wrong? I think it's easy, easier, never easy, but easier when you're up watching a game from afar. Would now you sat in the press box a few times? Is it beneficial at all if you sit there with? Because some teams have an extra assistant now. The orders don't, but you know, there's other guys around. Uh, is it better to watch by yourself, or should you watch it with someone? Because to me, every opportunity is a learning experience. So you can sit up there and do nothing, or you can really kind of focus on it. Would it help? Did you find it ever help sitting with another coach and watching, or was that not beneficial at all? Uh, no, it depends who it is, right? Some coaches are preachy. Some are dickheads for lack of a better way to put it and, and yeah. some convey a message rather uh, uh, you know my favorite coaches were like a liaison between the player and the coach almost like a middle you know i, I can tell you in confidence you can ask the head coach yeah we got it terry's mic's cutting it and out so we'll get that fixed here in a second we'll go to uh we'll go to a quick break we'll come back we'll get it fixed uh unplug the cord plug it back in maybe Connor, you know, just like our computers, we're very high technically advanced, as our computer people tell us. Usually, if you just uh, start it or restart it, it fixes it. So we'll get the uh, the mic uh, jig back, and we'll come back, and that allows us to catch up. Uh, Terry Ryan, Jason Greger with you on Sports 1440. Uh, Darren is up to uh, 1,500 on the uh, wine package now, and we'll return on the Greger Show presented by Play Alberta.ca. You can text us 833-401-1440. Lots of texts coming in. The Jiffy Loop hit made. Hey, big shocker here. People are like, it's about time for Connor Brown. So my question is, how long would you keep Connor Brown in the press box? Or does it matter how guys play tonight? Or would you say, okay, one game's enough? I'm curious for the audience, what would you do? 833-401-1440. Is it a one game for Brown? Or would you want to send a stronger message It's going to be both games before Christmas? Let me know. Rolling through game day on Sports 1440 and Oilers Nation YouTube. Thanks for watching, uh, listening, streaming, however you uh, make the show part of your day. We very much appreciate it. Uh, thanks for everybody who's uh, been a little patient. A month of giving sometimes. Uh, we take a few minutes here or there to uh, talk about the packages. So uh, thanks for sticking through that. We appreciate we're raising a lot of money for uh, various charities. This month is our last day of auctions today. Tomorrow's just our uh, pyramid of giving where it's a straight donation. So a little bit, uh, a little bit easier. But uh, today, hey, no shortage of great packages to uh, end the month of giving on. Uh, package number one is at uh, 1400 uh, from Jason. It is the uh, Canadian Brewhouse Clubhouse package. This is a private clubhouse. Can't get this to the public. And it, it comes with a $1,000 food and beverage credit from the brewhouse. And uh, this can fit up to, hey, you want 100 people in here? You can fit 100. It is a massive clubhouse. It's got a full gymnasium. You know, it's got all the equipment you want to play 
Floor hockey, soccer, basketball, volleyball, tennis ball machine. They have a rock climbing wall. They got it all. Then there's also two bowling lanes. So you want to have your bowling there. It's a little, you know, they got the, the, the neon lights and the neon balls. So the kids will love it. Adults will love it. Lots of TVs, arcade games, foosball, you name it. Like it is the ultimate party place with a thousand dollars food. Okay. Um, again, you would need a few weeks to book it in advance. Uh, Pat from uh, the brew house will be our concierge to ensure everything is set up. So that's at uh, 1400. Uh, we have our wine, uh, red wine lifestyle, courtesy of Carrie McGowan and everybody at the baseline wine and spirits. So you get six bottles of wine. These are some pretty high end bottles like dark matter, limitless Cabernet. So stuff like Ken Danico would drink like $200 a bottle, really good stuff. Uh, there's six of those. And then you'll have a private wine testing for 10 people at your home. That's hosted by Ryan from Baseline Wine, and he shows up with six more bottles of wine. So this is uh, for the wine person in your life or in your group of friends. You'll have a great time. So that's currently at fifteen hundred with Darren. And package three is the uh, orders and and the uh, the sign. It's uh, four low seats of the orders in the Senators game on Saturday, January sixth. So Saturday night game, baby. It's where the orders attack twice. So you get to see them coming right down uh, the pipe, and also you get a your own personal. Custom made 24 inch by 36 inch sign from Steel Collars Inc. It's a 3D sign and includes all of the design consultation, all of the drawing and drafting time done by Graham and Kim. So it's mind blowing. Great package. So that's currently at 3,500 from Kyle. If you want in, 833-401-1440. Just mention the package. Package one is the brew house. Package two is the wine. Package three is the orders and the sign. So there you go. Now, let's go around the NHL brought to you by McDonald's. And hey, you only got a few days left. The peppermint mocha and peppermint hot chocolate are back, topped with real whipped cream and peppermint candy. Right now, only at McDonald's. And of course, a longtime analyst for the New Jersey Devils, uh, one of the fan favorites all time in New Jersey, multiple Stanley Cup winner, Ken Danico joins us. Ken, as always, welcome back to the show. Um, I, I would have said, if we would have said at the start of the year on December 21st, the Oilers and Devils were each going to be sitting in 12th place, <laughs> you'd be like, I'll take that bet all day long. Like we know what's gone wrong in, in Edmonton. Uh, give me your sense of kind of, you know, what's not working so far for the Devils. Well, uh, first off, I mean, obviously last year it was fast-tracked, and I don't think any, but any of us expected uh, them to be as good as they were last year, and everything fell into place, and everybody played uh, uh, to their capabilities. Coming into this year, I certainly knew it. I know fans are as passionate as anyone, and, and I, I respect that, and I know you guys hear it all the time in Edmonton and Devils fans are in a panic. And I'm like, I didn't expect anything else. Maybe thought they'd be uh, sitting a little bit better uh, this time of year, but we knew it was going to be a lot tougher. This is part of growing as a team. They're still a young team. Everything goes well. You finished third in the league last year. You win a playoff round. Sometimes, a lot of the time, it is one step forward, two steps back. That's been the case this year. Um, for the Devils, and, and that's okay. This is part of the growth experience and learning experience. I was through it as a player. I mean, uh, and any everybody wants it to be smooth sailing and, and, and everything going well, and they were ranked, uh, expected to be, you know, one of the top teams in the league this year. They're a good team. They've got a lot of good young players, but they're still learning along the way here, and the goaltending hasn't been as good. We'll, we'll certainly start with that. That's Number one, it's gotten better. Lately, the defense is a little bit younger. They've gone through some growing pains, but playing better lately. But 
most of all, I would say is their play on home ice. I mean, they are much better on the road. It's their execution offensively. On the road, they seem to relax, play a, a much uh, um, more relaxing style brand of hockey on the road at home for whatever reason. They seem to squeeze their sticks where they're 6-7-2 and two right now, and they want to figure that out. I mean, perfect example, last game against the Flyers, uh, who are having everything fall into place this year more than expected from a lot of people. They're just a team that's every bounce, every break, and they're working for them, is having the Devils in the third period. Should have won that game in regulation. They dominated. They had great chances. They didn't execute and didn't finish it off. In the third, they end up losing the hockey game in overtime. And, yes, Jack Hughes had some giveaways and had a tough night. And, and you have to live with that with Jack Hughes. Nobody's more of a competitor. He's a guy that he knows the mistakes he, he, he made. He, he's a guy that's going to have the puck on his stick a lot, and he's going to make high-risk plays once in a while. Well, they certainly burned him last game for a couple of goals, or they probably have a victory. But they're just trying to figure it out here, I, I think, at home. And, and just overall, that everybody's ready for them now. They know how fast they are. They know how uh, skilled they are. But nothing nothing goes accordingly, and I certainly expected it to be a lot tougher this year. A lot of hockey games left right now. We know that. Do they? Do I think they can find it? I do, and I think that uh, there's still enough runway left. Just get yourself in the playoffs somehow, some way, and I know the Oilers are dealing with that as well. Ken, uh, Timo Meyer scored 40 goals last year. He had 35 the year before. He had 30 a few years before that, 22-21. He's only got five goals and only has two five on five. And I would argue it, you know, like Logan Couture and Thomas Hurdle, the centers that he had most of the time in San Jose, I I could make an argument that, well, definitely Jack Hughes is more skilled offensively. What's gone wrong with Timo Meyer? What's been the struggle for him? Well, right now he's not playing healthy. That's evident. I mean, he, he just doesn't have the burst and the power that we saw last year, even in the playoffs where everybody was looking at production. Uh, he was as effective against the New York Rangers as any player I've seen without getting a point. Then he scored a few goals against Carolina. He, he is a streaky guy like a lot of goal scorers are, but uh, he missed some time uh, with an injury, uh, lower body injury, and he just hasn't found it. He hasn't, I think he's been back eight, nine games now and hasn't gotten a point. And yes, uh, he, he's going through a really rough patch, but uh, he's a guy, an element the Devils need, and certainly when he gets his game going, and maybe they'll start winning some more more games on home ice. As I mentioned, it. for me, it's more about the finish and execution offensively for why they've struggled at home uh, compared to the road. But Timo Meyer, they need him. He's a big power forward that uh, can do a lot of good things. And, and like I said, a piece the Devils kind of don't have and why they signed him long term. And I, I, I still love the guy. I think he's going to get out of it eventually, but it's been tough and I. I just don't think he's 100%. I think he's battling through something. That's not to make an excuse. He's got to be better, no question about it. But he just doesn't quite have the jump that he needs to have, and hopefully he gets healthier, finds the back of the net, and and a couple of times in the next few games for the devil's uh, sake anyway, and he'll get it going. But, uh, But it's been tough for him. There's no doubt about it. You can see it. He's frustrated. Ken, as a Newfoundlander, we're all real proud of Dawson Mercer. We watch all the games most when we can. Um, I know he had a real tough start. He's got a few more points lately, but his production is still down. Is his lack of production a result of bad luck, or is there something deeper to it? I I think like a lot of the 
lot of the team and then why we what we started off with here as far as where they are in the standings and, and, and the execution. A lot of guys have dipped a little bit. Uh, not Jack Hughes, not just for Brat. We know that their production is still way up there and they're great players. But a Dawson Mercer is the type of player that last year everything went perfectly. 27 goals, I believe, 50-plus points. He's been much better as of late, but I love him. He's, he's the definition of a hockey player because he's a 200-foot player. So if he's not producing offensively, he, he's responsible defensively. He blocks shots. He kills penalties. He does a lot of things away from the puck that are important for your team and important for your team to win some hockey games here. But, yeah, they need him to produce for sure. He, and like I said, it's, it's gotten better. But he plays his tail off. He hasn't missed a game since he's come into the National Hockey League. And he's not the biggest guy. And he plays through everything. So he's got that old-school mentality, which I love. And Dostomers is going to be just fine here uh, long term. But like any young player, you, there's some ups and downs. There's some adversity. You just have to deal with it. And I think collectively – as a team and a lot of the young guys and just the team in general, they are going through their adversity right now after uh, an incredible season last year where uh, none of us expected them uh, to take that leap that they took. And I guess none of us expected uh, for them to dip a little bit like they have uh, so far this year. But I I, I saw, I I don't want to say I saw it coming, but what I did see is, they're going to go through some tough times. This is good for them. If they can get out of it, this will be good for them in the long run. Dawson Mercer's kind of in that mix. The goaltending has been less than spectacular at times. Do you see any changes being made, or you think they're happy with what they have in the long run? Well, I, I think Akira Schmidt's got a really bright future. He's only 22, 23 years old right now, and obviously doesn't have a ton of experience, uh, but he did come in last year. He was terrific for 19 games in the regular season and then coming in in relief of check against the Rangers where uh, he was outstanding and a big reason why the Devils were able to turn that series around. But again, he's young. He's inexperienced. So uh, these are the ups and downs he's going to go through. Uh, Vanacek had a great regular season last year. He's a competitor. He works hard. He wants to be the guy. It's just been very... Up and down, especially at the start of the season, first 15 games or so. Yet he got he, he won some of those games because he's well over 500 because the Devils score when he's in the net. But maybe not making as many timely saves as he did last year just to keep your team around. You know how things change, the momentum of a game or a shift on, on a goal you're, or a shot you're supposed to stop. And you guys know all about that uh, when, when the goaltending's not on. It's tough because then you get chasing the game and it makes it, it makes it that much more difficult. Do I think Tom Fitzgerald, the general manager, is looking around? Possibly. Possibly. I think he's always going to be interested in an upgrade there. Easier said than done. A lot of teams would like to, to add a, uh, an experienced goaltender that they feel you know, is an upgrade. So we will see in the long term here. Uh, you know, Dougie Hamilton's out long term, so that should eventually free up some cap space if that's what Tom Fitzgerald chooses to do. But certainly they're high on Schmidt moving forward, but he still needs some uh, tutelage and some nurturing along the way. And Vanacek, he's getting better. So that that's a good sign so far. He's starting to play better and starting to look maybe like the Vanacek of last year. And that's why they got themselves going a little bit better. I know they lost the last few, but prior to that they were – uh, on an eight and three run and, and getting much better. Um, but uh, yeah, I do think to answer your question, 
he's lurking. He's looking around, if at all a possibility of finding a goaltender. Ken Danico joins us, longtime analyst for the New Jersey Devils. And Ken, you mentioned the youth of the blue line at the start of the season. That was one of the reasons why I thought the Devils would take a bit of a step back. Uh, just because it's hard to play defense in the National Hockey League. I think you would know firsthand. Like experience matters, especially on the back end. But like I really like you know the two youngsters that they have. Uh, but in, you know, so is Siegenthaler and Nemich? Are they the ones that are going to try to get the McDavid line tonight? Yeah, Nemitz has played extremely well. I mean, he, he, yeah, there's a mistake here or there, but both Hughes and Nemitz, boy, I think the Devils are moving forward, uh, going to have two studs in the back end for a long, long time. But you're right. It does take two, three, four years, 300 games for a defenseman in general, as we like to say, uh, to really feel comfortable and, and be that player you want him to be. But both those guys have been, on a lot of nights, our best defensemen. Mm-hmm. So, I would expect you'd see Siegenthaler and Emmett's Marino as well. John Marino uh, started slow. He was so good last year, just shutting down top players. And he's a mobile. He he has a really good gap. So and Kevin Ball is is growing into that role too as uh, his partner as as a big long um, reach and, and a defenseman that can can play against top players. But again, they're young still. Marino not so much. Siegenthaler. These are guys that uh, when they're on their game, they're as good as it gets defensively. The young guys uh, probably at times, and that's why the Devils have gone through struggles, have been their best players. Luke Hughes has been outstanding at both ends of the ring. Yeah, there will be a mistake here and there. That's natural. Everybody makes mistakes. But uh, he's a good player, and you may even see him out once in a while because he's one of the rare defensemen that can can skate with McDavid somewhat because Luke Hughes, uh, Mm -hmm. straightaway speed, I think he's as fast as – most players in the National Hockey League, man, can he skate. So I'm not sure who they'll see. It may be a combination of both to see how it's going. It's always a challenge to stop uh, a guy like Connor McDavid. He's a special player, as we know. So we will see. But I think the Devils defense in general, in the long run, is in really good shape. But, yeah, you're right. You, you lose veterans like Graves and Severson, who – Near the end, started to dip, but they, they're experienced guys. That, that, that experience means something, and, and they just understand how to play in more pressure-packed situations, something that these guys are learning along the way. Ken, if Santa Claus was going to drop something off for the New Jersey Devils, what would be the one thing that they would ask for the most? Oh, boy. Um Ilya Sorokin? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of teams have that. And that is no, not uh, taking a stab at our guys. No. Nope. These guys these guys did a great job last year. I mean, no question. But we know it's tough in this league, right, to, to find that consistent goal. And how many teams do we talk about consistently saying? And you guys in Edmonton have, have had that um, elephant in the room Far too often, right? The last handful of years with with all the talent and, and great players you have. But if you if your goaltender doesn't make the saves he's going to make, it, it doesn't matter how good your team is. Uh, you're not going to win a lot of hockey games, right? So, uh, all kidding aside, and I was kind of joking, was like, but that would be, you know, if they can improve or upgrade there, well, that's a possibility. I just don't know what's available, what's out there, what the general manager Tom Fitzgerald, who's done a wonderful job here rebuilding this team is up to, but he wants to upgrade it because obviously the year they had and this year, the high expectations were much higher and it's 
these guys learning how to deal with these expectations. It's not easy, and it's been a little bit tougher. So I would say that uh, overall, I, I mean, like I said, they've, they've got a good team. They're going to have a good team for a long time. Yeah. Now it's dealing with – you know how competitively balanced this league is. It, it is so close. Every night, I don't care if you're playing the Sharks or Anaheim, the Devils lost to both of them. If you're not ready and you don't play – play and execute you're not going to beat them they got a lot of good players in their team and they're going to win hockey games right yeah so when anytime fans are saying to me well how do we lose that game that was brutal i said you're going to lose to anybody they're going to beat the best teams in the league uh the Las or the vegas golden knights and the top teams when they're on their game and they're going to lose to teams that are so-called lesser but they have still nhl players that are playing their tails off and so now the Devils, in the long run, I think, uh, have a really good nucleus, and they should be a perennial playoff team for a long time. Like I said, so far they've taken that couple steps back, but a lot of runway, and we'll see what transpires. But if you're asking me, yeah, maybe a goalie, maybe a veteran defenseman, if that could drop on their lap, that is just a good, solid guy back there that can, can defend really well. Ken, thanks for this, my man. Uh, have a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all the best in 24. You got it. Pleasure being on with you, my man. Uh, should be a fun game tonight because you got two desperate teams, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I love it. That's, uh, <laughs> that always makes for a great game. <laughs> you bet. Uh, it's uh, Ken Danico, a longtime uh, analyst for the New Jersey Devils. And, hey, man, TR, it's tough playing defense, man. It is the hardest position, I think, to learn. You can you can kind of hide a rookie experience as a winger if you make a mistake. There's usually you know a lot of room left for others to cover up. Uh, not so much the D, and I'll tell you though, like Luke Hughes can fly. Like he is on like, um as good of a skater as Quinn is, I think Luke's better. And he's also bigger. Um he's not as offensively gifted, I don't think, but uh him and Nemich, like those two are gonna be studs, and they're both right shots. That's like there's just a shortage of good right shot defensemen. Yeah, yeah. And from to the little I've seen of Hughes now, he seems to go to those areas we talk about. Right. I mean, I, from, I, I do watch the Devils a little bit more than most teams because of Dawson Mercer, but he goes, he's not ultra successful scoring now, but he seems to go there and use that, his attributes to his advantage. And I mean, going back to it, going back, man, I'm watching that McLeod. We brought it up before, yeah, I know. but God, he's a bullet at times. And it happened again last game a few times where he goes outside, like any, it's like he loses confidence or something, but well, anyway, you know, I it loses confidence, Terry. To me, it's almost bordering on that he's fearful to go to the net. Like he Maybe had a, he had a play the last game against the Islanders. He had the guy beat. The lane is wide open, and he went behind the, the net. One. And I was like, "What the? Like, come I on!" I know the one. He went behind yes. the net. He looked at he looked at his options. I'm an NHL player, and I know that if I go there, I know I'm going to have a way better chance of scoring. But I'll go behind, and maybe something else will open up. And maybe maybe you just justify it to yourself in the head, going. You know, I'll go around and look for a pass or whatever. To me, it's just obvious. Just take it to the cage. Yeah. And people who do get rewarded, that's the way it goes. 100%. Uh, Jason Greger, Terry Ryan. With you on Sports 1440, we'll update a month of giving and uh, lots more when we return. Thursday edition of The Greger Show on Sports 1440, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Welcome back. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440. Gregor Show. We're live coming to you from the Ewell studio. E-W-E-L dot C-A for all your electrical needs. Of course, uh, they are your electrical wholesaler. And not only will they provide uh, everything that you have, they will also, they have some storage space right now. So if you have a project that's coming up and maybe it's being delayed a little bit, you don't have any place to store this stuff, well, call Ewell, E-W-E-L dot C-A, and they can uh, help store some of your stuff for a short time. 
It's got a whole new shop there. It's unreal. Um, let's get to the uh, racing report brought to you by Can Torque. And right now, hey, they got a brand new website. Uh, quicker, faster, better. Uh, outlines everything they have. And even as a bonus, uh, they'll have uh, all the episodes of the Can Torque racing report right there at Can Torque. Dot com as uh, Colin Livingston joins us uh, once again. Colin, how you doing? You know, man, it's another day in paradise. Uh, lots of work in the shop here the last uh, the last couple of days, uh, trying to get ready for an event here next week, and uh, you know, tidy tidy things up before Christmas. Uh, interesting, uh, you know, Alpha Tauri. They're going to be re- renamed the Racing Bulls. Which is, uh, I don't know. It's like, I know that it's kind of Red Bull. Now it's the racing bulls. Like, what do you make of that? Like, maybe I'm making too much of it, but it seems odd. There's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the rumored name. Uh, it, it could, could very well, uh, come back as something else. Um, but man, um, <laughs> it doesn't exactly, uh, resonate. It doesn't exactly, uh, roll off the tongue anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, between rebranding the uh, the Alpha Tauri uh, race team, which at one point was known as Toro Rosso, which was, you know, a great name. I mean, you know, Italian for Red Bull, um, you know, but racing bulls uh, not not so good. And then uh, then there's also the uh, the the alleged um, new name for the uh, the Alpha Romeo team as well. That's uh, that's being proposed right now, which is is equally. Uh, uh, convoluted. Is that the kick sauber or something like that? <laughs> yeah, they're they're going with uh, steak F one team kick sauber. That's their whole name. That's the whole name. Yeah. So steak is a sponsor. Yeah. Um, kick is a sponsor, and sauber is really the team name. Like that's the um, that's the the origin team um before they started getting into all this uh like um you know selling off the team name kind of thing so you know really it's it's sauber but um and no one's gonna call them that name like let's be honest right like no one even calls vegas the golden knights right like no one's calling them that sauber like like now the people in f1 the announcer might have to but no one's gonna go oh steak f1 like it's not happening they'll come up with some acronym or some it's gonna be short and guaranteed like it's so funny that the, there's no chance that the the majority of the public people are going to call him that name like zero chance. No, without question. I mean, it's you know, I I understand that you you know, I understand very well that you have to give sponsor recognition sure. and, yes. and tying as many in like. But even you know, if you take a look at Red Bull, like they're still they're they're trying to go down the road of saying that their engines are made by Red Bull but then it comes out that they're really still being made by Honda but they bought the intellectual property but blah 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 so now it's like a Honda um RB blah blah like Red Bull power plant kind of thing or Red Bull you know like it's 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 so convoluted to try and get everyone um you know their their due now, um, it is kind of the uh, the downtime uh, right now uh, for racing, uh, but for fans, uh, Drive to Survive will come out on February twenty third. In case uh, in case they're uh, they're interested on that, um, the big one is if if you look just in 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 IndyCar and F one and uh, and NASCAR, are, is is there any changes of note that you'll be watching for next year? 
No, I mean, uh, specifically, um, you know, F1, the, the driver lineup is, is locked in. Um, but next year is going to be crazy because most of the existing deals that are out there, um, expire in 24, which means that 2025 is going to see a, you know, no matter what is going to be a crazy, crazy shakeup. Um, you know, it looks like no rookies, uh, in Formula One next year, uh, again, cause the, the lineups are, are set, you know, pending any major changes. Uh, IndyCar, most of the driver news is, you know, towards the, the backmarker teams. Um, you know, right now, Stingray Rob, uh, looks like he's jumping ship, uh, which means that Benjamin Peterson might be out of a ride, but I don't think a lot of people really follow that closely that, um, you know, really, really uh, have their finger on the pulse of what's going on there. Um, and, and candidly, NASCAR, I've been so disconnected from at the at the top levels. I have no idea what's happening with those. I mean, it's it's just, you know, it's unfortunate because I was a big, you know, NASCAR fan for a long time, but it just became so contrived and so convoluted that, um, you know, I, I just I can't put any energy into it anymore. You look at um, at uh, at the, you know, the Pinty. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Series, obviously, you know, you're racing that, so you have a lot of vested interest in it. But if, if you got to be the racing commissioner in Pinty's for a year and you could make one rule change, what would it be? The, the thing that I would change wouldn't be a rule because I, I think our rules package in the, you know, and now we're no longer known as the Pinty series. It is the NASCAR Canada series, um, with Pinty's and, um, I think it's Envirum as, uh, title sponsors. But okay. what, um, you know, what would be, um, 
I'm trying to think about how to say this without getting myself in trouble. It would be great if we could, um, you know, have the, the organizing body work closer with the teams to, to, you know, share the promotion, you know, we're, you know, within, within our team, within, you know, what I do with Alex, what he does on his own and what I do, you know, like things like this, uh, the podcast and, and getting out there, um, we put a, a ton of content out and we do a lot to promote a lot of the races that we're at. And it's kind of a ghost town, you know, back to NASCAR because it seems like at, you know, within the marketing department and within, um, you know, the promotion side of things, they seem to think that if they, if they line up or if they share what we're doing, then it seems like it's showing us, you know, preferential treatment. At least that's my perception where, you know, there's not a lot of teams that, that have that kind of swing. And there's not a lot of people that do a lot of marketing, you know, to promote these events. Um, so I'm, I'm really, you know, if we could get that, that partnership working a little bit better, um, where there's nothing lost in sharing the, the, the act, the activations and the promotions of all the drivers. I'm not saying to focus on us, but you know, we, we need to get more coverage. We need more people to, to kind of buy in and know like, Hey, you know, here in Edmonton, we've got a great race in Wetaskiwin. Um, you know, it's, you know, definitely not the most dynamic track in the world, but, you know, on a quarter mile where you've got 24 to 28 cars, man, there is something happening every second. It is busy. Um, you know, you can see the whole thing. Um, it's not like you have to watch on TV. Saskatoon's the same. Chaudière's the same. Like, you know, there's a lot of great short tracks that we have. Um, and I just, you know, I wish, I wish the, the series would be able to help, you know, buy in a little bit more and share some of what we're doing because, um, you know, uh, it's not like we're actually, uh, you know, <laughs> knocking at the door, uh, for NHL ratings or, you know, even CFL ratings. So, you know, uh, we, we need to do everything within our power to get a few more eyes, uh, eyes on the, the screens and, uh, butts in the seats. The, uh, the local carding scene, uh, last year had probably some of the, you know, the, the probably the biggest jump as far as, uh, registered drivers and, and more interest in carding, which is a positive. How do you build on that in 2024? Well, there's so much going on. Um, you know, we just got the announcement, uh, within half an hour, um, of going on the air here that the, the Rotax Canada final, uh, which is the event that awards the tickets to the, the Rotax grand final is going to be back in Edmonton this year. Oh, wow. Uh, it's going to be a single event, uh, where traditionally it's been a, a two event weekend. So you'd have to go to like Saskatoon and then Chilliwack or Edmonton and then Calgary or whatever. Um, so that's going to be great. I mean, we've got such a huge karting uh, club and, and um, you know, so many uh, racers here in town, uh, the out of town people, you know, Edmonton's a great central point for, you know, the, the, you know, guys who have to come from Saskatchewan or from Manitoba as well as BC uh, instead of having to go too far. But um you know, that's going to be, that's going to be big. Um, we just need to, you know, uh, kind of do the same things. We need to let people know that, you know, there is, uh, racing, you know, um, here in Edmonton, it's not that, uh, expensive to get into, especially at the lower levels, you know, the four stroke type carts, uh, lots of used carts available. And, um, you know, we're, we're always available. I mean, you know, one of the things we don't talk about and all that, uh, all that often is that, you know, I'm a dealer. Um, we supply go karts, uh, so we can definitely help people you know if they a want to we uh, should just clarify a go-kart dealer uh, we just want to clarify that 
Yeah, a go-kart. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't advertise that other side business, but, um, you know, um, you know, we can definitely help, uh, any of those, uh, those, you know, confused fathers that, that aren't sure what to stick under the tree. We can help them put a go-kart, uh, there for the kids, uh, without a whole lot of problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, just, just get out to a racetrack, take a look, um, you know, start as a fan, whether it's a, you know, go-kart oval, um, you know, the, you know, any of the, the local tracks. Um, and then from there, it's, it's actually not that big of a step to go from, you know, spectator to participant, whether you start, you know, pulling wrenches or you actually want to get a helmet and, uh, and, um, you know, take the wheel. Awesome stuff. Colin, thanks so much as always. Uh, have yourself a, a great Christmas and then we'll talk to you in 2024. Yeah, same to you and Tracy and Beckett, man. Appreciate it. You betcha. That's uh, Colin Livingston, the racing report brought to you by Cantork. Check it out. Uh, brand new uh, website's got all this. You want all the torque wrenches? They got it all. The nut runners, they got that as well at cantorque.com. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, Terry Ryan will step back in. He uh, had to get out. He had to shave his head. No. Yeah, but they, you know what? When you're in the industry, phone calls come for jobs. Sometimes you got to take them. So uh, we'll come back, update you on the month of giving. More on the Oilers and the New Jersey Devils. We heard from Ken Danico, the uh, Devils. Uh, no Dougie Hamilton. He's done for the regular season for New Jersey. That could help them uh, if they want to go get some uh, money because he'll go on LTIR. But the uh, the Devils, like the Oilers, struggling. Both teams 12th place in their conference. It's a big game tonight for both teams. And that's, for the Oilers, I think Oilers fans don't need to tell you. Four in a row as losses. Not like that just ruins the eight game winning streak. So they need to win tonight because they got the first place New York Rangers tomorrow, which definitely won't be easy. Uh, here's Connor Halley in a sports 1440 update brought to you by Fountain Tire. You want to uh, stay on the road safely with flexible payment plans that can suit your needs. Uh, Fountain Tire is more than just tires. FountainTire.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 